Hello fellow addicts and hello listeners. I am so glad to be able to have this episode out today. Um, I put so many things to the side to be able to record this today and I am so fucking proud of myself. As you can tell by the title of this video, I am celebrating four years clean at 22 years old in college. If you're a recovering addict, you know that a one day clean is already a miracle. One year clean is a miracle. And don't forget that every single day in between is also a miracle. Give yourself some credit. I really think at midnight last night that I already cried all my tears. I mean, I seriously cried for like an hour straight. And this is just so surreal. I have so many emotions, so many words. It's like there is no amount of words to convey what I feel. The 16-year-old me who walked into her first NA meeting would and could have never imagined this being my future. And it's because at that point I didn't want this to be my future. I mean, I walked into those rooms and saw people decades older than me. I felt like an outlier and being an outlier is what caused me to do drugs in the first place. It was just a feeling of uncomfortability and I did not like that feeling. It wasn't just feeling like an outcast that caused me to eventually go back out, but I would say I definitely just stopped doing everything that I knew was necessary to continue on being clean. And that includes going to meetings, that includes calling my sponsor, that includes having a sponsor, doing step work, being of service, so many things. I just wasn't doing any of it anymore. But on top of that, I was still hanging out with people who were using drugs right in front of my face. So how do you think that turned out? I ended up relapsing for two years until I hit bottom and I had to get to the point of complete and utter brokenness and realizing that I couldn't live the way I was living anymore. I had hurt so many relationships. I was arrested twice. I was expelled from high school. I felt like a shame to my parents. And overall, I was just a shitty person. So I realized I had to do something different and I knew that I was not willing to keep going down the path that I was going down and had to make a change. I went back to NA and I took any and every suggestion that was given to me. And most importantly, I did the freaking work. Like I've said before in this podcast, recovery only works if you put in the work. You can wish and want all you want, but God only helps those who help themselves. And wishing and wanting does not equal action. I mean, when I tell you that I was freaking willing, I was willing. I was going to nearly 90 meetings in 90 days. I got a sponsor the night I got out of rehab and I stayed 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after each meeting. Remember how I said I felt like an outlier and that's what caused me to use drugs in the first place? Well, I mean, I knew there was something that made me different from others and I never knew what it was. I knew that if I used the high it was never enough for me. I knew that I couldn't take anything I liked in small quantities. 
And that's what most people think addiction is. But in NA, I've learned that addiction is composed of four characteristics, and that's denial, obsession, compulsion, and self-centeredness. And let me tell y'all, over the last few weeks, I have noticed that I am so fucking selfish, it's not even funny. Yes, I'm all four of those things, not just selfish. And when you take away the drugs, those four things really show. And that's where the constant work comes in, is because when I start focusing on my self-centeredness, then my denial shows. If I start focusing on my denial, then my compulsion shows. If I start focusing on my compulsion, then my obsession shows. It's an ongoing process, but I'm not going to say it gets better, but it feels like it gets better. A lot of people think recovery is going great when they've gotten the new house, when they've gotten their kids back. And the reality of it is, is that recovery does not promise us those things. What I believe that I've gained in recovery is strength and the tools to get through anything, as well as the support system. Recovery has helped me be more comfortable in my skin. It's helped me accept myself. It's helped me love myself. It's helped me get rid of some resentments. I'm not going to say all of them. It's helped me be trusted. One of the big reasons I stay clean is because I know that if I was partying in college and I didn't reach whatever goal it was, my first thought would be that I didn't do my hardest. Like I was distracted. I didn't give it my all. But when I took drugs out of the picture, which I have all of college, I've been clean all the way throughout college, I know that I've given it my all. And I'll tell y'all right now that every single goal that I've set for myself since getting clean, I have achieved. It is possible. There's a quote in one of our books of literature in NA that says, lost dreams awaken and new possibilities arise. When you take using out of the picture and you take all the time that you spent looking for drugs and all of that stuff combined put together and you take all that out of the equation, you have so much free time to do what you want to do and to reach those new goals that you remembered. One thing I've been told and I've heard in the rooms is if you put half as much work into your recovery as you did into addiction, you'll be set. But anyways, y'all, four freaking years, four years. One of the biggest reasons I do this is because I have never seen someone else my age with this amount of clean time. And I wanna help those who think they might have a problem but might think, mm, maybe I don't have a problem because there's no one in this room that's my age. Part of it's probably ego, but also I want to be that hope shot. I realize that I haven't updated y'all on a lot, but I just finished my mental health clinicals for nursing school and it really just confirmed that working in mental health, preferably substance use and like a rehab, is exactly what I want to do. My heart lies with addicts who are struggling and who want to get better. This specific facility that I did my clinicals at was for kids who were sexually problematic and did something pretty big to get there. 
and it was for adolescents so 17 and under and that's the age group i want to work with but when i went to those clinicals the first day one of the techs had mentioned that one of these kids struggle with substance use and i immediately asked her i was like do you think i could talk to him like i'm in recovery and i'm sure it's really hard being around all these people who don't understand that part of it at all and i got to talk to this kid let's call him kaden i got to talk to kaden and share part of my story with him and he told me that he had gotten clean two months before he went to this facility and this kid was like 16 and so introspective i mean we also had so much in common so I really knew exactly what he was going through, but he told me at 16 years old, oh, I know I was using to cover up emotions that I didn't want to feel. And I'm like, dang, dude, do you know how long that took me to learn in recovery? <laughs> Kaden seriously holds a place in my heart because I got clean at 16. So I really know exactly what he's going through. Like, it's not just the addiction part of it. Like our stories nearly match exactly. He was my awakening that mental health, like I said, is what I'm meant to do. That's my calling. There is nothing I love more or anything that brings me more joy than helping other addicts. I mean, hence this podcast. One other really cool thing that brought a lot of joyful tears happened last night, the night before my four years clean. So a little background, when I got expelled from high school, I got sent to this alternative school and eventually I ended up getting arrested there and thank God for the principal there. If it wasn't for her, my life could have taken a very different course. When I got arrested there, they had to decide if they wanted to put me into jail school or graduate me early. And she happened to be my principal in middle school, so she knew that like deep down I was a good kid and that probably contributed to her decision of letting me graduate early. But along the way, before I got sent to rehab and I was at that alternative school, I think one of my teachers realized that I wasn't socializing with any of the other kids and introduced me to a teacher who totally took me under his wing. He gives great advice. He let me do art with him. Literally just anything to keep me somewhat on track while I was there. It was really cool because his other job outside of teaching is one of the things that I want to do later in life. So he really just kind of became a mentor to me and we grew really close. So anyways, when I graduated early, he gifted me a picture of me and him in a frame. And I say in a frame because it'll make sense in a minute. So anyway, this mentor of mine and the principal are truly the first two people outside of my family who I know supported me in my recovery, and they mean the world to me. But last night, I randomly had the idea of reframing this picture he gifted to me for some reason. And so I open up the back part of the frame and I see a bunch of stuff taped to the back of this picture. 
and I see a handwritten note in his handwriting that said, I believe in you. And I mean immediately tears started flowing. Taped behind the picture I saw of us was my mugshot and another picture of us right after I got out of rehab. And it served as a really good reminder of how far I have come. And what a God sign for me to find it the night before my four years clean. It truly brought me more joy than I could put into words. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. It almost feels as if you're celebrating with me. If you have any questions or comments, email me at thediaryofayoungaddict.com. Do one thing for me today and write down or list five things that you're grateful for.